I do two programs, so I have to make sure that I'm, I'm doing it right. I do tell it like it is, like it really is. And then this one, which I'm excited about, is tell it like it is the kingdom way. And I want to welcome you. This is right after my birthday. We had a great weekend. Um, the Love and Unity had a conference in San Jose at Apostle Cal's uh, congregation. And God just, just manifested in so many ways. And... Um, you know, uh, it was fun. So I'm going to start off praying for you. Father, we thank you and praise you today. I thank you and praise you for every person that's on this broadcast. I thank you that you will take you will take out of me what it is that needs to be taken out of me and place it into the people. I thank you that we will receive everything that we need to receive today. And we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you honor in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, we're going to talk about what it is that you need to get through the holidays and actually into the new year, uh, not especially because of anything, but, uh, you know, that's going on in the outside world, but especially because of who it is that you are and who Christ is supposed to be in you. And you're going to need the mind of Christ. We all need this mind of Christ. I did a post today and I normally don't do post, but I did one. And it was really talking about maturity. And one of the things that I brought up on that, if you're able to be offended, if you judge, if you uh, compare yourself with others, if you get an attitude angry and, and can't get over it, um, if you um, uh, if you hold, uh, I said, think I've said that, hold grudges, if you do any of those things, then it shows just how immature you are. If you can't take correction or direction, you are immature. That's what Paul says, and then I agree with Paul, but it was Paul and I that wrote the post because I had to add a couple of things in there. Uh, immaturity is one of the things that many, uh, sometimes apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers walk in. And this is the reason that we have so many immature people, because we're able to preach the word, but we're not living by it. And so we're going to talk about the mind of Christ in order to get through any and everything that you're going through. This past week and, and on, I've been uh, uh, talking to people. I've had phone calls uh, from people about if I should do this, if I should take this, um, you know, um, uh, people that they're... Um, Exemption was not approved for uh, their belief, their uh, spiritual or religious beliefs and all. And then they came up to the final thing. They came up to the situation where, okay, either I take this injection or uh, I lose my job. And do you know many people, and I'm telling people, I'm saying, uh, I'm playing with my hair. I, I do that when I'm thinking sometimes. Anyway. What happens is this, many people have not made a decision one way or the other. And I tell everybody what you can't do in faith, you don't need to do. If you can do it in faith, uh, uh, th then you, you, you do what it is that you need to do, but you do it in faith. And there's one of the things that I do is this, would I do this if it wasn't any pressure? And my answer for me is no, would I just do it? I don't take a flu shot. I don't do any of those things. Why? Because I don't do them. I don't need to give you a long message, a long anything. Why am I doing anything that I do? Everything in life, this is what we need to ask ourselves. As a doctor in psychology, 
as an apostle, as a, a parent, as a person, period, as a woman of God. One of the things of it is, is this, uh, is a, the big question is why would I or why would I not? Why do I do this? Do I do this in order to do this? Am I compromising my beliefs or my statements in any way? Am I willing to take a loss? Am I willing to go through? Am I willing to uh, uh, stand on what it is that I truly believe? You see, here's some of the things that are happening. Many people are not uh, their their uh, their reasons for what they don't want to do, their reasons for the whole thing is not being accepted. Many times the, the exemption is not happening because this is not really your belief. This is a way that you can do what it is that you want to do. But when you truly believe something, you will live for it and you will die for it. You are not pressured into anything. Why am I talking about this? Because this is something that just happened. But uh, I'm actually going to get into some of the other parts of life, some of the things that, that are happening every day. How often do you compromise? How often do you allow the things that are going on around you to affect your decisions? Why do you make the decisions that you make? All of these things are very important. When I go to John 3, and Nicodemus, who was a powerful man, who was one of the Pharisees, a man uh, that had some clout among his people. He came to Jesus under the cloak of darkness to ask a question. Nicodemus, here he is, a teacher. Some of, uh, some of us have been talking, uh, and you are obviously a teacher who has come from God. The signs that you are doing are proof that God is with you. Okay, he was able to look at Jesus and he was able to see the proof. Jesus did not compromise in any aspect of his life. We're able to see this. And and here it is, he says at the time, uh, th this is a part of the commentation, commentation whatever, anyway. Uh, at the time, Israel, uh, at, at this time, Israel's Roman occupiers had given a small group of Sadducees and Pharisees limited powers to rule. Nicodemus is one of the Pharisees. He holds a seat on the ruling council, okay? And um, here it is. It was He was known as, a San, uh, as the Sanhedrin, and surprisingly, Nicodemus is among those who seek Jesus for his teaching. It appears that he believes more about Jesus than he wants others to know, so that he came at night, so that he could come. However it is that he came, he came either out of fear, he came uh, 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 it doesn't really matter how, how, why he came at that particular point, he came. And so that he was able to get information and to get revelation that he didn't have previously. But one of the things of it is this, uh, Jesus was letting him know, uh, here you are, you're a teacher. And this is one of the reasons why I know that there are many teachers, many pastors, apostles and prophets and all of those, all of those people, all of the, all of those that, that, that uh, have the ascension gifts that have been called into things that preach a word that they can't stand on. Because what is it? I mean, here it is. You can preach a revelation, you can deliver a revelation, and you can even have the anointing. You can have it where it's powerfully coming out of you. But when you get back into your own house, you get back into your own place, you get back into that, 
you have not been able to live it. And here is the problem. One of the things that's going to happen, one of the things that's happening now is God is calling us to a level of accountability that we have not seen. There's a level of accountability that says, this is integrity. See, integrity says, integrity says, I will do what it is that I am supposed to do when I'm supposed to do it. I will do what it is. I'm not going to do uh, less than what I'm supposed to do. I'm not going to do just this much in order to get by. I'm not going to make an excuse as to why I can or I can't complete something. God is calling at this particular time. He is really calling for us to walk in this place called integrity, this place called humility, this place called righteousness, this place called holy Holiness, this place that is called, it's calling us to a higher standard. Why is that? Because things in the world are dark. Things in the world, people in the world, and when I mean dark, it's ignorant. It means ignorance. But it's time now for the light of the truth to come into the place that it needs to come into so that we can do what it is that we're supposed to do. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much revelation you got. I don't care how many notes you can write. I don't care how many letters, how many books, how many whatever it is. I don't even care how many letters are behind your name. I don't care how many degrees you have. And I have a whole lot of those. The whole thing of it is, is boiling down to the place of how do you handle your business? How do you handle your business? Are you over your finances right are you over? The Bible tells us this. Don't choose someone. He says, don't choose somebody that cannot control his own house. A deacon, an overseer is not chosen because if he can't handle his own house, he or her cannot handle their own house. If their finances are jacked up, if their uh, 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 family is jacked up, if their body is jacked up, all of these different kinds of things, you don't call a novice into that. Why? Because then they actually get scattered. They go ahead and they, they start losing. They still start to lose. They still are not taking care of that because why? They're moving into a realm or an area where they can have their name elevated. You see, sometimes I, I heard uh, Prophet Andrew ministered here yesterday, ministered at our uh, in our congregation yesterday, and he said something that I thought was just really great. He says, I don't micro, I mean, I, I do not multitask. He says, I'm focused. I stay focused. And I know that it's true. Uh, he work, he has a, he has his own business. And even though we have Zooms, even though we have all of those different things, he will have it on so that he can listen to it. But I don't know how many times we've said, Apostle, uh, Prophet Andrew, do you have something to say? And he says, no, I'm working right now and I have to stay focused on this. I have to stay focused on this. I have to stay focused on this so that I can complete my task and do it in a, in a, in a, in a spirit of excellence. Do it with everything in me. Uh, do you have something to say? No, I can't do I can't do justice to that and do justice to this at the same time. And I think that what's one of the things that I think that many of you need to do over this season, start to practice that, start to practice that in, in our lives. And and then you'll start to actually walk in the spirit. Many times people think they're walking in the spirit and 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 they're they're doing all of these things but they're actually walking in the flesh, but they have it to such a high degree until people without real insight, without real sight 
or or that wants something from them or that needs something from them, they will go ahead and they will pat them on the back and they will let them know that they're doing a great job. You can read that in the Bible. You can see that that's called manipulation. That's called usury. That's called all of these different things. And we have to be careful not to misuse people. We have to be careful as to why do you want to do this? I had an incident that happened uh, recently in my life, uh, a couple of months ago or whatever it was. Anyway, it's been recent. It's recent for me anyway, uh, in, in which um, in, in which people were doing uh, people were doing. So I had to throw the phone over there so they could turn it off. Uh, um, I, I apologize to you for that. Just answer it and then hang it up, please. I'm sorry. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God. Oh, here's the thing I'm saying, answer it and then just hang up. And the person on the phone said, don't hang up. Oh my God, this is a comedy show today. But anyway, it's 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 all okay. Uh, okay, where was I? Okay, uh, incident that happened in my life. One of the things that happened is that people were doing things for me. And I'm always asking people, why are you doing it? Why are you doing anything for me? Why do you want to do this? Uh, you know, what? what's the reason for it? And what happens is this, is that they say, oh, I do it because I know that God wants me to do it. I do it because I want to do it. I do it because I care for you. And I say, are you sure? Well, yes, I'm sure. But then I found out later that it wasn't really true. And what happened is this, is I found out that I did not investigate thoroughly enough. So, you know, one of the things of it is here, if you're a leader, you need to investigate. You need to really find out the heart. And then you need to go to prayer for that person, that that person is not doing things for the wrong reason. I found out that that uh, uh, people were were uh, offended and hurt because the things that they were doing for me, I didn't realize what it was that they wanted from me back. And so I do things, whatever it is that I do, there are no strings attached. And if you want to attach a string to me, then you better start to cut that string because I'm not really aware of it. I don't do things with strings attached and I don't give things with strings attached and I don't receive things with strings attached. If you're going to do something for someone this holiday season, you know, uh, uh, many people will be going out buying presents for people and then they get ticked off. Uh, uh, jacked up because other people did not buy them something or what they bought them was cheaper than what they spent. Go out and buy your own present. Just go out and buy your own stuff and don't be concerned. If you purchase something for someone, if you give someone some something, then make sure that you give it out of the goodness of your heart or out of the love or out of obedience to God or whatever it is, but do not do it expecting them to give you something back. I just had a birthday. Um, and, and, and many people gave me gifts and I, I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm at, you know, I am very grateful for the things that they did, but if they're expecting me to have to give them a gift on their birthday and I forget and they get their feelings hurt, you see, that was wrong motives. Why am I talking about things like this? Because it's important. These are the things, these are the little foxes that spoil the vine. And as those little foxes spoil the vine, this is what makes people in the body of Christ. This is what bruises people. These are the things that happen. And during the holiday season, if you're not walking with the mind of Christ, if you're not 
if you're not cognizant of why it is that you're doing what it is that you're doing, you're going to hurt other people and you're going to be hurt yourself. Nicodemus went in to ask Jesus, how is it that he could get to what it is that he that 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 he needed to get to? He was going to ask him. He asked him that question. Uh, you know, how can he uh, uh, enter the kingdom? And then when Jesus says this, and uh, he told him, Jesus says, I tell you the truth, only someone who experiences birth for the second time can hope to see the kingdom of God. And he says this, I am a grown man. Don't you see me? I am grown. And how can I, how can someone be born again when he's old like me? Am I to crawl back in my mama's womb? For a second birth, that's impossible. And Jesus looked at him and shook his head. Okay, he says, I tell you the truth. If someone does not experience water and spirit birth, there is no chance he will make it into the into God's kingdom. Many people are born again, but many people never enter the kingdom of God because you have to recognize the fact that you are a new creation. And he says, old things are passed away. Well, how many people bring all of this garbage? My daddy did this. My mama did this. This one is not this. They walk around with funky attitudes. That word is not a bad word. They walk around with those kinds of attitudes. They walk around holding grudges. They walk around with all of these different things. And what happens is this. You are, you are hurting yourself. You're not hurting anyone else. He says that that you have to walk, you have to be born again. You have to be born into a new creation. You have to be born into my image, into what it is that I intended for you in the very beginning. I made you in the image and the likeness of God. This is what you're born into. And if you can't be born into that, if you can't believe that, and that means all of the things that I talked about before, those are the things that are the mind of Christ. He says, like from like, whatever is born of the flesh is flesh. Whatever is born of the spirit is spirit. Don't be shocked by my words, but I'll tell you the truth. Even you, an educated, respected man among your people must be reborn by the spirit to enter the kingdom of God. And if we're not walking in the spirit, if we're not walking in the truth of who God is, if we're not living that life rather than living the life of, I feel like you did this. I feel like this. Oh my gosh, this is what's going on with me. Oh my goodness. I walked into a meeting. I'm going to tell you this busting myself so that nobody else ever has to do that for me. Here it is. We went to a meeting. I was dealing with all kinds of things, uh, 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 things going on, uh, thoughts that were being bombarded in my head, all of these different things. I went into this place when we had this meeting, this love and unity meeting. People were asking, are you excited? And I said, no. Uh, in fact, uh, I'm thinking, I really don't want to go. And that was that was a thing. But I'm not, I don't really feel like going. I don't feel like being there. I can always tell when I really want to do something. I really want to. I mean, I, I get all my clothes and everything together. Got different uh, outfits. that if, if this doesn't work, I can do that. But I knew that this was one of these things that I'm just going. I knew I had one set of everything. If that didn't work, it, wasn't going, it, it was going to wear the same thing all the way through. But what happened is this. I went with some hope. Okay. I did not go defeated. I went with some hope. My emotions and my feelings and 
everything in me said, I don't want to go. I don't want to be there. I don't want to do this. But I said, okay, I'm going to enter into whatever it is. Okay, I'm on the senior council. And, and here it is, here's the meeting, here's my brothers, here's, uh, I, I'm, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, Prophet Andrew and I are both minorities on our, our, our thing. I call him the minority, he calls me the minority. I'm the only woman, he's the only, pro he's the only prophet on this particular board, uh, I mean, uh, uh, council. But at any rate, we know that we're supposed to be there, we're loved, I mean, I work, with, I mean, <laughs> my God, I work with such group of men that, um, I mean, they are so, I mean, they're bossy. I call them bossy, but uh, they call me the same thing. But they are such a fabulous group of people, and the love that's there is genuine. My brothers pray for me. Uh, uh, those that are there, we pray for each other. We watch out for each other. Uh, Apostle Cal walked up to me, and he said, something is going on with you. And I said, I'm okay. And he said, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not he says but you will be and and um uh he says you you we, we we're not this is not gonna last this is not gonna last so it's like it's not a thing of saying oh i'm okay and they'll say oh okay she's okay let's just keep on going and doing whatever we're gonna do it's caring it's looking deep it's saying Okay, you matter to me. You matter to me around all kinds of other people, around all different people. But this one person, these people look uh, uh, and they say, no, this matters to me. So at any rate, <clears throat> uh, uh, this is the kind of thing that ha was going on. And so what happened was this. I went through something and here it was. We were in prayers, praise and worship and uh, different people had spoken and things had started to move in me. Uh, I had this thing going on with me physically and this gloom it seemed like a shroud over my head and all of a sudden there was a moment that all of those things broke that all of them broke if i had not have known that i was loved by this group of men that i work with and that i did not have to pretend and to perform uh, uh, then it would not have been possible the environment that they uh that that they surrounded uh that that was surrounded me in even when we were in a meeting before they prayed and they prayed i mean they prayed apostle ronnie all of them i mean they prayed apostle jack all of them i mean you know it was it was prayer going up my son robin apostle robin all of them and so God broke that thing and I know why the reason that this thing had come is so that I could not get into the position that I was to get into with the mind of Christ with the mind of Messiah because once I as I go into this place then I can bring you I can bring you and you and you and you into it why because I will be able to open it up to you in a simple manner my job is to simplify the Word of God my job is not to make it difficult my job is not to be really deep and wonderful my job is to abc it for you give you the abc's the one two threes so that you can walk in the victory that you need to walk in this is what jesus was telling nicodemus here the wind blows all around us as if it were as if it has a will of its own we feel it and we hear it but we don't understand it where it comes where it has come from and where it will end up life in the spirit is as 
as if it were the wind of God. You don't know how, you don't know where it's going, you don't know any of those things because it's not that important. The thing that's important for you to know is this, is that the spirit of the living God is true. It came from God. He came, he came from God. He is God himself. He came from God. And he says, I'm in you so I can teach you how to walk with the mind of Christ so that I can teach you, so that I can lead you, so that I can guide you into all the truth. And the truth is Jesus. It says to let this be, let this heart, let this mind, let this spirit, allow it to operate. In Romans 12, it says to not be conformed to what it is that you see, that's this world, to not be conformed to it, but to allow yourself to go from here to there, be transformed, be transformed, be transformed translated by the renewing of your mind because your mind can take you anywhere. Your mind can take you anywhere. You can be in a house. You can be in a wheelchair. You can be anywhere, but your mind can take you out of it. Why is that? Because God says, I want you to have my mind. It was the mind of, uh, of, of God, the mind of God, which was in Jesus. And so now he has said, let this mind be in us that was in him. You see, he says, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Whose mind was it? It was the mind of God the Father. So if the mind of God the Father is in is in God the Son, and God the Spirit is the one that searches the heart and the mind of God the Father, don't you think he wants you to have his mind? Don't you think he wants you to have more than you're having? Don't you think he wants us to operate? Don't you think he wants us to do what it is that, that we are to do? Here it is, we celebrate Christmas. Many people do, some people don't. But Christmas, we already know he was not born in December. But I'm looking at it as the first fruit. This is my first fruit season. This is not about a Christmas. This is not about a, a gift. This is not uh, about any of those things. The first fruit came into this earth. I believe it was around the time of Hanukkah, whatever it is. The first fruit came into. And so the thing is, is that this is the way that we need to realize this is when being born again was the first fruit of my being able to have the mind of Christ. Because without being born the second time, being born again, you cannot operate in the mind of Christ. I have one minute left, one minute and a few seconds. Okay. He says, uh, um, I still do not understand how this could be. He says, your responsibility as, a, as an instructor of Israel is to understand these spiritual matters. And if you don't understand these spiritual matters, if you can't comprehend them, uh, how is it necessary for you to have a spirit life? You cannot have a spirit life unless you comprehend the fact that you were born from above and you were born again. And when you were born again, you were transformed. And now it's time to operate from the area, from the place in which you are seated, a place in which you are. And so I only have another, uh, I don't have that much longer. To, to, to go ahead with this. So what I'm going to talk about right this minute is you. I want you to receive your healing. I want you to receive the mind of Christ. I want you to operate in it. I want you to have what it is that he has for you. I want you to realize how, how deeply he loves you. I want you to, re, uh, to recognize who it is and where you are. And I want you to receive your healing, receive your, receive whatever it is that you need for him right now. And right now I have to go 
go. I will be back next time when I'm here to tell it like it is the kingdom way and it, go to our website and you can give on the website, which is on the screen. And I love you. I love you. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.